What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Lola E podcast. I just want to say thank you to all my new listeners and those who actually tap in to listen to my podcast. It's Monday. It's a breezy morning. It's a beautiful morning. It has not began to snow. Real quick, I just wanted to talk about. Um... <sighs> okay, here's the thing. When you invite your friends or your family members or whoever to dinner or, you know, go somewhere, kick it, you know, you expect people to look at least decent, right? Dressed up, hair done, makeup on, whatever. You know what I mean? Don't have to be super ready. Even if they come in a sweatsuit outfit, at least be like beautiful. You know what I mean? I can't stand when you invite someone and they come looking like a bum. Like, who does that? You know, so anyway, let's say it's a Bible study during the week. Okay, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. 6 o'clock in the evening. Women want to come. They'll come with no makeup on. They will come like if they're tired, like if they've been working hard, you know, whatnot. To me, that kind of throws me off because I'm like, come on, woman, you're like 40, 50 years old. Hasn't your mama taught you any better about getting up, waking up early and getting ready for the day? Or is that just me? See, my grandma, when I was younger, my grandma, my grandma was a housewife. My grandma never really had to work. And when she did, it was when her younger ages and she'd like work in the, the farms or whatnot. However, my grandma was a housewife and she worked hard. She's done a lot of things. She was like not only the housewife, but the handyman too. You know what I mean? So my grandma was always up early, early. And she would always be ready. Hair, makeup done, nice outfit for the day. And, you know, be up doing her chores, her daily chores, you know, and my grandma would would always want us to be the same way. Like, as soon as we get up, if we was just to get up to use the bathroom, when we come came back to our bed, our our room, guess what? The bed's already made. She's like, ah, you're getting up. You're getting in that shower, and you're coming to eat breakfast. You know, like, that's how it was in the household. My, my mom's the same way. My mom would always be up early. She would, you know, be putting on her makeup. She would... She, my aunties, everyone, they're the same way, you know. We weren't allowed to go with them any place. Especially my mom, we weren't allowed to go with her unless we looked presentable. She would not let us come with just waking up, brushing our teeth and go like that. She'd be like, hell no, I ain't taking you dirty kids nowhere. You know, we representing my mom here. We had to look nice. We had to look presentable. So I always teach that to the women that always just want to come with no eyebrows on because it can be an embarrassing thing and then it cannot be an embarrassing thing. You know what I mean? And I just think that if you if you have friends that say, hey, let's go for coffee later. Let's go, you know, let's go get a bite to eat or, you know, hey, I want to have a discipleship at my house or just something. Be decent looking. Stop being so ghetto. Stop being in that Walmart spirit bun. You know what the Walmart, the spirit of Walmart bun is? Your hair's all messy. You have that messy bun. You don't care what you look like because you're just there to get groceries and not pick up anybody. 
you know when it comes to work i don't i don't wear makeup all the time i do look nice clean showered when not but i don't wear makeup all the time but there are times where i do have to wear makeup and look nice and so um i i used to go to work looking like a bum man i would at times because you get tired of always you know trying to look presentable or whatever you get tired of that however i was like man i can't be coming to work like this like what's wrong with me you know what's wrong with me why am i coming to work like from this hard depressed worker heck no so yeah anyway start 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 um start cleaning up women even if you don't want to get ready at least comb your hair and put on some red lipstick something something stop wearing those spaghetti strap shirts too to every event you know i'd be seeing people are gonna hate me but i'd be seeing women in their 50s 60s still wearing single strap spaghetti strap shirts just like that just like that oh my god oh my goodness no to the no to the no 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 you cannot sit with me if you're gonna come like that i'm sorry but you can't i would be like here's my jacket here's my jean jacket let's hook you up girl here's my cardigan like let's hook you up sister i got a blouse in my car that would look just great on you and they'll be like, oh, really? Oh, it does. And then I'll wear it. And then bam. <laughs> Am I a bad friend or what? Anyways. So that Travis Scott concert. My goodness. My heart goes out to all those. All the eight people who passed away. My deepest condolence to their families. Rest in peace. That was horrible. That was horrible. Such a horrible thing to do see at a concert all them people that were just smashed like how did that even happen and then people getting injected with a drug straight up evil evil like there was a spirit of evilness that spirit came on during the time they were setting up for that concert like even people were showing videos before the concert like there's something wrong here Something ain't right here. When you're already feeling that, then you already know what's cracking. You know what I mean? I feel bad for the, the guy and the girl who were, you know, screaming nonstop. Help, help. Those are people's kids there. People are dying. Help. I mean, homeboy literally crawled up that post and was like, you know, climbed up that post and was like, help, help. I feel so bad for him and that girl. Do you know how much distress they're going to be in? That right there can cause so much anger in a person because no one listened. That right there can, is going to hopefully won't mess him up mentally, physically, emotionally. That right there, this man could have been a happy man. That woman could have been happy people. But right now they have, they're going to, they, they might be experiencing anger. Because anger and a lot of frustration because no one listened to them. All they were trying to do was ha help. That is a horrible thing. So I pray for those two individuals that were really trying to stop the concert, trying to seek help, that that they will be okay. You know, that, that everything 
will just, you know, we can't lean on our own understanding. But at the same time, it's like that 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 can develop. They can develop anger, so much anger, and they're gonna have to go through that process of, you know, just forget uh, forgiving and just moving forward. But someone not listening to you, oof, that's frustrating right there. So I I truly pray for the those two individuals. I really do. You know, I really, really do, and for their families and whatnot. I have a 21-year-old daughter. I would hate to see that. Whenever she posts something or was she somewhere, I start to worry. I, I, I immediately start to pray to, the, uh, to God and, you know, for a hedge of protection upon my daughter. My sister, my sister, well, I have a sister and her boyfriend. They go to concerts in different states. And I'd be like, man, you need to be careful. You really need to be careful. Like, really be careful. Come on. Remember that concert over there in Las Vegas when there was a sniper? Jesus. It's scary. It's a scary thing right now. Anyways. How about that Canelo fight? You know what? I am not a fan of Canelo. I've never really cared to watch his fights. And this is the honest truth. He's a champion. We all know that. He's going to win pretty much every fight that he fights. He wins. However, I still feel like there's going to get be someone that's going to have their victory with Canelo. If Canelo don't retire, chances are there will be someone that's going to have their victory. Maybe. Hopefully. But anyway, I don't like to watch Canelo when he fights. It's not my thing. I'll pop in every now and then. Someone invites me, whatever. Cool, whatever. But I'm not really into Canelo. What I'm into is this fight coming up this Saturday. Gabriel Zaldo versus, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Um, oh, my God, what's his name? See, Jaime? Uh, Jaime uh, Monguia? I hope I I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Jaime Munguia from Tijuana, the guy from Philly, Gabriel's Auto. I've always been a fan of Gabe since he was young, since he became a professional. Um, I've always been a fan of him, so I am going for Gabe Rosado. I would like to see him win. I would like to see him get his moment, get his bank. However, Munguia's is just as good. I I am a fan of both. I am. Mungia, I started following like maybe when he first had his. I started fighting him when he first came on to with De La Hoya. When, when <clears throat> I think he was a. He, he became a, one of the Golden Boys, I believe. And, and it, it hasn't been too long, maybe like the past three years, I want to say. But Rosado, it's been a while. It's been years. And and like I said, I've been watching this kid since he became a professional. He's really good. This is going to be a good fight. Those who are into boxing, you got to watch this fight. You got to watch this fight. It's going to be good. It's going to go down. Right there on Dizam. I think that's what it says, Dizam. Anyway, so let me move on. I was listening to alexis um on instagram alexis and I, I i think you guys know her dad his name is superman 
He's on uh, TikTok. I follow them on TikTok. Her dad's hilarious. He's so hilarious. And I started fight following them because their dad, he cracks me up. He just cracks me up. Anyway, I started following the daughter as well. And Alexis is on Instagram. I started following her. And uh, she brought up the topic of, um, you know, of depression. And I was hearing her out. She's talking about someone that she knows that's depressed. You know, and I saw her message and I was basically telling her, we can only do so much for people that we love that's going through depression because we can lose ourselves in the process. We can get caught up in that. We can bring our own selves down. People that are going through depression need to learn how to fight their own battles straight up. They need to wing their way out of it. They need to fight their way out of it. And they need to not choose to be that way because it's a choice. You ha- Depression's a choice. People will say, no, I didn't choose to be this way. I didn't choose to be depressed. I'm depressed because this, 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 and that. And then they start blaming God and they start blaming people in the whole world and the universe, right? No. I truly believe depression is a, depression is a choice. You chose to be that way because you can fight your way out of that. And there is a God, okay? He restores He restores the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. Okay? And I know this because I once was depressed. And when I was in that moment of depression, I I can feel myself trying to bring people down by me just telling them what I'm going through and then feeling their vibe. And that was not cool. That was not cool on my end. And I recognized it quick. If I wasn't strong in my walk with the Lord, I probably, probably would still be depressed and trying to blame people and others for my depression. You know what I'm saying? However, we have to learn how to fight our own battles. We have to learn how to wake up every day and say, you know what? Today, not today, devil. Today, I choose not to be depressed. I choose joy. You are not going to rob me of my joy. Not no one's going to rob me of my joy. I'm a beautiful woman. I'm going to get up. I'll start making my bed. I'll start praising God. I'll start glorifying the Lord. He is going to heal me. He is my savior. He's my deliverer. You know what I mean? Like I will get myself out of that depression mode. I will go be a light in someone else that's feeling depressed. I would be like, come on, champ. We're going to get through this together. You have to learn how to fight your own battles. You have to learn how to get yourself out of that depression mode. You cannot let yourself stay like that. You can't. People say, oh, well, how did you do it? How did you do it? Just like I was just telling you, praising God, praising the Lord, his word, reading his word. There's many scriptures on being strong and courageous. You know what I'm saying? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. There is so... God's word is just life. You know, I would listen to um, different sermons and different speakers, motivational speakers, uh, you know, just 
you know, I surround myself with positivity and people to bring me joy and laughter and see, you know, like I said, you got to fight your way out of it. You got to learn how to fight your battles. And sometimes we have to learn, we have to learn how to pray from a distance. Listen, I love you. You're my sister. You're my best friend, but I need to pray for you from a distance because you're bringing me down with this, but I need you to learn how to fight for yourself. Okay, because people like that are going to come in and like I said, they're going to bring you down and that vibe's going to rub off on others around you. You know what I'm saying? They There's help for people like that. There really is. And sometimes that's what they need. They need to find their own help. They, they We just have to leave them alone. It's the most saddest thing to do. I get it. People will be like, no, F you. Screw that. That's my homegirl. No, I'm not going to leave her hanging. I'm not going to leave him hanging. No, he could do something to himself. All right. You want to go through that with him? Then go through that with him. But at the same time, people need to learn how to fight their own battles. They really do. Depression's ugly. Anxiety. I don't get anxiety like I used to get anxiety. I used to get anxiety. I never in my life experienced anxiety until this one time. Got it. And it was the most horrible thing to go through because I have asthma. And when those anxiety attacks came on, boy, but I learned how to breathe. I learned how to, like, control it through breathing. And um, when I go, like, for instance, I can't be around too many people, a crowd of people, like, forever. I just can't. I start, that's when my anxiety starts to kick in, like, oh, my God. When I go to the mall... I pretty much have it in my head what I'm going to wear, what I want, what stores I'm going to hit up, where I'm going to go. Because to walk through the mall and through all the stores and go here and go there, oh no, my anxiety will kick in. My anxiety will start to kick in. So I really, you know, I really be careful where I go when it comes to crowds and whatnot. I really do. Anyway... With that being said, I just want to pray for those who are going through depression. Um, I pray that God would just move through, through their life. I pray that the Lord, for a hedge of protection, that he'll heal them from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet and in between. You know, and, and, and I really pray that they will seek guidance and not give up on themselves. And just trust him through the process. And in that process, learn how to, you know, not let anyone rob, rob you of your joy. Not let anyone come and interfere with your walk. Or whatever the case is that, you know, you'll get through it. You know, every day is new and his mercies are new each and every morning. With that being said, once again, thank you for tuning in. Until the next episode, we'll see ya.